Hi, this is Maria. This is Sarah. And welcome to The Ridge Podcast. All right. So welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm going to throw a little disclaimer out there just at the beginning of this topic because oh I think that it's, <laughs> it's really important to acknowledge that um, that we're going to talk about boundaries today, um, which is a really important topic to talk about. However, um, we're not subject matter experts um, with boundaries. I've dealt with boundaries a lot in therapy, mm-hmm. but there's still lots of room for growth for that. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is kind of just... Um, boundaries in relationship to what our experiences are. Sure. Um, but also, uh, you know, some of the, some research that we've done, uh, but we do recognize that boundaries are important. Yes. And, um, so what we're hoping to do is kind of break this into a couple of different sessions, um, maybe not consecutively, but, um, today we're going to talk about boundaries and God. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Kick us off, Maria. Yeah. So, um, Initially, when you think about boundaries and God, um, it can you instantly are like, whoa, whoa, boundaries with God. What do you mean boundaries with God? (laughs) How can you have boundaries with God? Um, But it's important to recognize that God created us a specific way and he he created us um, with boundaries and he himself has boundaries. Um, And so as I was kind of prepping for this the, the reason why this topic was so important to me is because mm-hmm. I um, have always wondered, how do you have boundaries as a Christian? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to start with your understanding of boundaries in God because that's where everything flows from. Um, so when Maria brought this topic up, I was like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What do you mean that God has boundaries? And what do you mean that we should have boundaries with in relation to our Christian walk? So do you want to dive into that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So... Um, to start, you know, we have to look at what boundaries do. So boundaries, uh, inform how we walk out our faith, um, and are important for building authentic relationships. And so basically a boundary is, um, what you're responsible for mm-hmm. okay. you know, and what you're not responsible for. So I sometimes think of boundaries as a wall. So when I establish boundaries, I think that I think of them mentally as a wall, um, but what I've been challenged to kind of perceive them as is just um, is a little more of less like a blockade mm-hmm. and more like, a, you know what, I'm not responsible for this. Right. And so I'm going to pull back. But it's not a it's not a blocking of a relationship. It's just a a distancing in a relationship sometimes. Right. Um, so, yeah. So the as Christians, we have the command. Right. The, the command is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind. Um, and. The second is like it, you know, to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a Christian, I think that we sometimes we hear that command and where it gets confusing is when you have people that are either unhealthy or you um, take on more than you maybe should. Right. Um, so, yeah. So what do you think about that, Sarah, when we think about Christian Christianity and boundaries? Um, I do think that it's <clears throat> it can be a little bit confusing. I think that it is hard sometimes to understand how to love those around us, especially when there are unhealthy relationships, there are unhealthy people that we're in relationship with. Um, so I tend to be kind of an all or nothing person. Um, if there's a need, I try to jump in and fill it. Mm-hmm. And I have discovered just even in my my personal life, there 
boundaries are hard. Yeah. Boundaries are hard. Yeah. Um, I have some family members that are non-believers mm-hmm. and are in um, a situation right now that is really unhealthy for them and unhealthy for our family. Mm-hmm. So um, that's developed over the last couple of years. And that has been, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to work out right now what the, those boundaries look like. Yeah. And so we're trying to love them um, as the Lord commands. Um, but we're also trying to figure out what is healthy, yeah. what the healthy boundary is for us and for our family. Right. And that has been really difficult because I am such an all or nothing person. I mm-hmm. want to be there and help, but sometimes by helping, the lines are blurred. Right. Absolutely. And that's a, that's exactly right. And, you know, in our world today, um, we have people with such polarized perspectives right. that, um, you know, sometimes it's, um, the relationships do become unhealthy because they become confrontational right? Um, without uh, consequences. And so that's another thing too, is boundaries, um, boundaries help you define consequences. Right. So uh, if you don't understand um, what your boundary is, then you don't mm-hmm. know how to keep yourself safe for one right. and um, enforce consequences. Right. So that there's a behavior change. Right. Um, and what happens? So, so just out of curiosity, with the situation that we're dealing with with our own family, mm-hmm. um, we have created a boundary which has created some distance, and that mm-hmm. has been a it's been a good thing, right? Um, because it's it's healthy, right? But we're still not seeing a change. We're not mm-hmm. seeing much of a change. So right. maintaining that boundary, I'm okay with doing that, and I think it's absolutely necessary. But mm-hmm. um, it is kind of heartbreaking just right. because there's we're missing out right. on these on this family time because mm-hmm. we've had to put this boundary in place. So what right. happens if um, you're not seeing that forward movement? Yeah, and I think that's really that's a great question because I think that in my research when I've been looking at um, how to handle um, boundaries and family, mm-hmm. and we are going to dive more into that because I think it's a huge thing. It is. Um, you know, God never intended boundaries um, to be the be-all, end-all. It's a limit that um, helps us figure out what we're responsible for and what we're not. But ultimately, the goal is always towards reconciliation. Right, of course. Um, and even in his relationship with us, like, he had the boundary of sin. Like, mm-hmm. we couldn't, like, that was a boundary. You sin and... Um, the consequences, death. And the consequences, death. Right. But then he sent his son to reconcile that right. so that we could be in right relationship right. with him. Well said. And and so that um, so when we have when we establish a boundary, it should always be with the intent of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. However, there are relationships um, that are um, abusive or that are continue to be unhealthy. There is no change even when the boundary is um, put into place and right. that can be really defeating. And it's easy for us to then say, well, we're going to back off from this boundary because mm-hmm. we miss this. Right. Sure. And then, um, and then we end up in the same situation that we're in. And, and it's a so cycle. It's a cycle. Right. Um, and so that is where, you know, having that internal understanding of your boundary and, and recognizing that there might not be change. Right. And, you know, um, with our specific situation, what I've noticed too, is you end up feeling a little bit guilty for putting a boundary in place. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have, um, 
the other people making you feel like right. like you're the problem. So right. my mantra has been, mm-hmm. we are not the problem. Right, right? exactly. So that has, that's been really helpful for me to be able to keep yeah. that boundary in place, that right. we are not the problem. Yeah. We're actually trying to be a solution by putting this boundary in place, and it's yes. got to be healthy for our family. Well, and, and so that's a, I'm glad you brought that up because boundaries are not just like a physical distance thing, right? Boundaries mm-hmm. are emotional. Oh, for boundaries sure. Boundaries are in our words. They're in our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so you... Um, by you saying we are not the problem, that is a, a spoken thing that you're you're putting that boundary into a verbal action, but also internally you're reminding yourself, yes, I am not the problem here. Right. And and that's where I think Satan gets in with mm-hmm. our boundaries is he twists things mm-hmm. just enough, and so um, so he chips away at that internal boundary that you have that says that that you really are the problem, and right. if you would just be more grace filled or oh, right. understanding right. or whatever, then you, then you would be able to heal this relationship and it would be miraculous and you can have the best family that you've ever had. Right. Wanted. Right. And all of that is not, is not the no. way that it's supposed to be because you aren't responsible for their, their change. Right. And, um, and you know, this book, um, I don't know if everybody has, uh, read this book, but it's called boundaries and it's by Dr. Henry cloud and Dr. John Townsend. And this is what I, um, was in this past week doing some research in um, because it's faith-based, um, and uh, and it talks it talks a lot about how um, you know we we really have to uh, hold true to to what God has called us to be, um, and uh, so when we when we move into boundaries and we understand you know what are we responsible for and what we're mm-hmm. not responsible for and we determine you know, some, what our boundaries are. Um, and that's an ongoing process. I think that, you know, the boundaries that I might've had, you know, 10 years ago are not the same sure. as what I have We're now. continually creating new boundaries mm-hmm. and pulling old ones away right. as the situation becomes healthy, right? Right. And in order for us to establish good boundaries, we need to know uh, who we are in Jesus mm-hmm. and, um, and what he's called us to do. And so that's where, like, when we start talking about boundaries, um, and we will get into talking more about families, like how do we have boundaries in families and mm-hmm. how do we have boundaries in Christian relationships mm-hmm. and friendships. Um, but what we need to start with is learning, okay, so what has God called me to do? Right. What are my boundaries with him? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then that will be the model for how we create boundaries in all aspects That's of our good. life. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the word says to love God and love others. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes when we do create boundaries, it feels very unloving. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we're pulling, it feels like we're pulling away. Right. So it's just reminding ourselves that boundaries sometimes are very necessary and boundaries can be very loving. They are sometimes, and, and God models that all the time in the Bible, mm-hmm. right? Is that um, his boundaries stay the same all the time. Mm-hmm. We can always expect consistent boundaries from God. Right. Um, and so, um, so when we have a boundary violation, that's not, his fault. Right. That's of our course. fault. Of course. And so then the natural consequence to that boundary violation is something that we're aware of, you know, and, and he enforces. Um, so that's a very loving thing mm-hmm. because if he did not uh, enforce those boundaries, then we, our lives would not be what they need to be. Right. So, um, and the Bible gives so many, another word for boundaries, maybe your guidelines. I tell my mm-hmm. kids this all the time. A lot of people look at the word of God like it's this big book of rules that we have to follow. Yes. And I remember even growing up, I felt like it was all these rules that I had to follow. And 
my parents had their thumb on me sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, just to make sure that I was doing what was right. But mm-hmm. I think what I missed in that process was the fact that this really is a guidebook. It's mm-hmm. a book full of boundaries to show right. us how to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord and right. how to how to live our best life right? Um, and how to live out our faith in the best way. And that's what I continually tell my kids. You know, this is not a rule book. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a guideline. It's right. a book full of boundaries for right. your life so you can live your faith out in the best way and you can please the Lord. Yes. If that's what you choose to do, right? Yes. And of course, the Bible's full of all kinds of different examples of boundaries that the Lord has put in place. Like we were talking earlier about um, um, David, David and Bathsheba and how, um, you know, once you are married... Mm-hmm. which Bathsheba was, right. there's a boundary there. You're, right. you're not to be in relationship with anybody else. Right. And then David and Bathsheba sin. And just the, the aftermath from that was devastating. Right. You know, so the consequences of crossing those boundaries and the, the Bible is just full of examples of that. For sure. For sure. And so let's talk about then, um, let's talk about what God expects from us. And then we'll move into what we can expect from God. Great. Let's do it. Um, so God respects our boundaries. So that's the first and foremost. So there's two examples in this book that they talk about. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So the first one is um, that God creates for us work that only we can do. Um, and so there's a level of responsibility and accountability in that. But then there's also a recognition that there's some work that has that only he can do mm-hmm. or that only somebody else can do. Mm-hmm. And so when we, um, we have to, you know, in order to have a good boundary, we have to know what has God called us to do specifically. And then, um, and then what is not in our purview, you know, what's not our responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see a lot of boundary issues around this topic when people take on more than they should. Or they believe that they can do those things, um, you know, by having too full of a schedule um, and then getting burnt out. Or um, if you are, um, I do this all the time, by the way. (laughs) So I am the queen of taking on more than I should um, because I feel like I'm the only one that can do it right. There you go. Confession. So, but I'm right there with you. Yeah. But how often do we do that? We're like, Oh no, no, no. I can do this the best way. And then, you know, and this happened for me a lot in the very beginning when I started here and I, and I finally have, I gotten to a place where I think I'm doing okay. But when I first started here, I was like, I'm going to do this and this and this, and I'm going to make sure that this is good. I'm going to make sure that this is Mm -hmm. good. And I just, and then I realized I wasn't doing what I was actually supposed to be doing. Um, and so I had to say, it fell outside the scope of what you were meant to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even though I was capable of doing all those things, it wasn't what I was called to do. And I was missing the mark Mm -hmm. and I wasn't trusting that um, that it was going to get taken care of if I didn't have my fingers in it, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's a boundary thing. And so what was happening is I was, um, I was feeling anxious and frustrated and I was um, not sleeping very well and uh, my family was suffering. And so that's a consequence of my inability to hold my boundary mm-hmm. um, and to accept what God has called me to do right. and let everything else go. Mm-hmm. Um, And so God leaves work for us to do that only we can do. And then the second thing is that he respects our no. So when it comes to relationship with him, God is only going to push you as far as you're willing to go. Right. And um, and it's a beauty of choice. However, there's a consequence for saying no. Exactly. And so how many of you have felt God's calling in your life and you're like, meh, I'm good. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, thanks. That, that sounds too hard. That sounds too hard. I'm, I'm okay, Jesus. I'm comfortable being over here coming on Sunday morning. But they, you just said the word comfortable. Right. Too often, we only want to do what's comfortable. Agreed. And, and Christianity is not about being comfortable. Right. Jesus, he was never comfortable. He had nowhere to lay his head, right? right, right. When he walked this earth. So we are going to be called to uncomfortable things. There's a blessing that comes with that. But when we mm-hmm. say no, mm-hmm. there's a consequence that comes with that too. We miss that blessing. Yes. And so when we look at that story specifically and we think about boundaries in that, right? So Jesus was doing what only Jesus was called to right. do. Right, exactly right. Um, it was Holy Spirit led mm-hmm. and driven. Mm-hmm. And if he would have said no, God would have respected it. Right. Right. But he didn't. Right. And, and how about no? Mm-hmm. How about when we talk about in the garden? Yeah. Now around mm-hmm. Easter time, I read this story quite frequently and he asked for God to remove the cup from him three times. And mm-hmm. that's so impactful to me thinking about my son asking me, please, if it's your will, take this cup from me. Right. You know, like it hurts my heart to think about that. But if Jesus had said, mm, even though you're not taking this cup, I can't do it. Yeah. The answer is no. Right. Think about where as a human race we would be right now. Right. We would not have the gift of salvation. We would have no hope. Right. So that would be, I mean, think about that consequence, you mm-hmm. know, if he had said no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's so many examples in the Bible like that, but man, that one. Yes. That's a big one. That's that's, that's like the, the biggest one. one. Yeah, yeah, the one. Yes. And so... Um, that so what you what you talked about there was like God respected you no, know, but you said also, if it be your will, so then that's the second half of this whole thing, right? Is we have to respect God's boundaries. Absolutely. And we have to, so what that means is we have to understand there's only work that God can do mm-hmm. and we have to we have to respect God's no. Right. So when no happens in our lives, right. we have to respect that. Right. And if we don't respect that there's a consequence. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we say we're going to do all these things and God's like, actually, I've only called you to do this one thing. And we're like, no, 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 no. I got this. I got this. Then you're exhausted. Then we're exhausted. (laughs) Dissatisfied. (laughs) Angry. You know, there's all these different things and we start blaming people for our our things. And so. And how easy is it to blame God too for those things? Exactly. Yes. So we don't, this, we don't like to take responsibility for ourselves, do we? That's right. That's right. So there's this <laughs> quote that was in the book that I wrote down because I thought it was really great. And it says, until we can own our boundaries with God, we can't ever change them or allow him to work with them. They are hidden and not communicated. They mm. need to be honestly owned, exposed, and made a part of us. Then we and God can face the problem. Ooh, nice. And so what, what it, this quote came from, where he was talking about this is... Um, uh, you know, he gave an example of somebody who was um, in a support group and they, um, you know, were struggling with addiction. And, uh, but they just couldn't stop doing what they were doing, you right. know, like using drugs. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they kept saying, you know, I really want to change and I don't want to do this anymore. But then they would go out and continue to do that behavior. Right. And so this author said to that person, why don't you just own up to the fact that you don't actually want to be free from addiction nice. wow. and just tell everybody that. And then we can start fresh moving, there. Right. We can start moving forward from there. Right. right. And so how many of us say to ourselves, oh, we really want to do this, but we just really can't. And we want to grow in our faith, but we just, we don't have don't the time. Have the time. And, yeah. You know, all of, we make all these excuses. And if we were to do and God knows he yeah, sees through our he excuses. Sure. And so if we were just to be honest, 
and say, you know what? I don't want to spend the time. Right. I want to grow in my relationship with Jesus, but I don't actually want to commit to reading the Bible. Right. right. I don't you know? want to spend or the time reading. Right. I want to have a good relationship with my children, but I don't actually want to listen to anything they have to say. Right. You know, and um, and that is across the board. I want to have a good marriage, but I don't actually want to give up some of these bad habits that I have. Right. Um, and when we start from an honest perspective, that's where we can grow. Um, and so we have to, in order for us to have boundaries, Mm -hmm. we have to know, and one for me, an example that I'll I'll throw out there is, um, you know, I want to, I want to be able to be the person that can do radical hospitality, but I really like my privacy, you know, like, so let's just be real here. You know, that's a boundary issue for me. And so God and I, now that we can be honest about that, now God has the room to work in my heart to create that radical hospitality Mm -hmm. mentality. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, um, that's good. So, okay. So then moving into like, we need to respect God's boundaries. So we really need to, to recognize when we understand what the work is that God has called us to, then to recognize where does God step in, right? And so God is the only one that can heal. He's the only one that can um, create change, mm-hmm. lasting change, lasting change, right? right? And he does that in human beings through working through our, our hearts when they're not hardened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, but I then, think too often as humans, like we try to, we try to initiate that change on our own. Yes. And I do think that there, there is something to be said for recognizing that there's an issue mm-hmm. and working towards reconciliation. Right. However, we do know that there are certain things that we cannot do on our own, that the Holy right. Spirit has to work in us and maybe in the lives of whoever we're trying to reconcile with as well. Right, right. So I'm just going to throw it out there just because race, Oh, yeah. the issue of race, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's something that, that, that is not something that we can reconcile on our own. Right. You know, and so there's big things like that, but then there's also things like grief, mm-hmm. you know, when we lose somebody um, and we or are sad about that, or we have prayed and prayed and prayed for change and it doesn't happen. Right. You know, like that respecting God's no. Right. And that even if we can't understand Mm -hmm. it, that's a boundary. Um, And so the, the, the other quote that I liked in here was saying that the basic problem in human relationship is that, um, is that a freedom, you know, we call people bad because they do not do what we want them to do. We judge them for being themselves, for fulfilling their wishes. We withdraw love from them when they do what they feel is best for them, but it is not what we want them to do. And how often do we do that with God? Oh, sure. When we're like, I don't like what you've decided to do. Mm-hmm. I want it to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, you did not answer my prayers. Or at least not the way I wanted you to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm done with you. <laughs> right. You know, and we do that um, in our personal relationships too, you know, and that's where I go, I go back to that image of the wall. Like this, like this, when we have boundaries that are not healthy boundaries, they're like walls mm-hmm. where we, we erect them for the sake of being safe. And that feels right because we're protecting ourselves. And that, that is a right thing to be able to protect yourselves. Um, but there's no room for, uh, there's no gate mm-hmm. in that wall, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and we do that in churches in our relationships with churches. You know, if somebody isn't preaching what we want them to preach from the pulpit, we're done with them. Right. We're moving on. You know, um, when somebody fails as a ministry leader, we're done with them. Mm-hmm. We don't have grace. We don't, we don't have an opportunity for reconciliation. Right. And I do think 
there is a place for grace, so mm-hmm. much grace, mm-hmm. but we can't have grace to a fault, right. which I think sometimes I'm dealing with that a little bit right now. The situation we've got in our, with our family has been yeah. going on for three years. There's yeah. only so much mm-hmm. that we can do. Mm-hmm. There's only so much, I mean, I, I have so much grace, but that's when that boundary ended up mm-hmm. needing to be in place because yeah. we tried to give grace and to be patient and to wait for change. But if the behavior continues, mm-hmm. then that boundary has to be put up that, that, yeah, that distance needs to be there. So let's, let's apply that to God, right? So God gives us so much grace, mm-hmm. you know, and we continue to sin against him. Yep. And, um, and he offers it and then there's no behavior change. And so then if there's no behavior change, then the consequence still remains. You know, the, the, the good news is, is that we have salvation through Jesus Christ. Right. Um, <clears throat> and that but we'd be lacking in that, we'd be lacking in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So we'd be, we'd be falling away from him. Right. Right. And we don't want that distance with God. Right. And so it is, it's important for us to see, you know, like when we, when we do establish boundaries, um, there's a level of accountability. There's accountability in grace too. You know, like we can have, um, Andrew said this earlier about you, is that you are super grace-filled, but you're also black and white, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like there's accountability in that. Right. Like you're, you're all about approaching somebody in love and having grace for them, but also holding them to a standard. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, what, that's what a boundary is, Yeah. you know? Um, it's the expectation that we're able to um, do both. Right. So what does God want from us? Um, Tell us, Maria. Oh, I will. <laughs> I, I just want to say that whenever Andrew does something that he feels is profound, he always goes like, like God spoken. He's always like, ooh, 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 like that. And I'm Mic totally drop. calling him out on mm. that. But I think it's great because it is. It's true. When something hits right, you're like, ooh, okay, ooh, that's, that's good. That's, that's what good. it is. And, yep. and I just want to loop back around to the beginning when we talked about boundaries and God, mm, because that's what we're it, talking about right now. But it doesn't sound, and for maybe those of you that are listening, it doesn't sound right, does it? No. Like it doesn't, boundaries with God does not sound right. It sounds like a wall between you and God. Right. But what's your, what's your meaning for yeah, that, Maria? Yeah. So yep. it, it does take a little bit of a paradigm shift because in our culture of um, where, the, you know, we have become very much uh, selfish. Oh, sure. Centered. Self-centered, yeah. yeah that's, thank you. Yep. Thank you for I that. I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, you know, we've become very self-centered. So in, in our minds, <clears throat> excuse me, in our minds, what it is is if you're not doing what I want you to do, I'm putting up a boundary. I'm putting up a wall. Uh, yep, and it is a wall. Mm-hmm. That is a wall. Mm-hmm. And so what, what we're saying when we think of boundaries with God is not a wall. Right. It's, again, recognizing what am I responsible for and what I'm not. Mm-hmm. And so... And respecting... Mm-hmm. God's decisions. Right, right. Or God's will, I right. guess. And that goes both ways, right? Because sure. God, because, well, and so God gave us specific work to do. Mm-hmm. And who are we to say that's not the work for us, right? Yeah. We have to respect that decision. Yeah, and you know, coming back to that, I just read recently how we oftentimes come to God. We come to the Bible. We come to God with our human knowledge thinking mm-hmm. we know best. hmm that bothers me because that's yeah. so true. Yes. So we come to him thinking that this is how it should be. Yep. 
And that's not necessarily what the Lord has for. Mm -hmm. So are we really respecting that boundary? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It struck me just yesterday. I, actually. I read that too. Yeah. In the book, yeah. Uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I read that too. That's in fact that, why we did the disclaimer in the beginning that we don't know everything. Yeah, that book got good stuff. Yeah, it does because it is. It's important to say like we don't know everything. No. You know, we we're we're, we're going figuring with, it out too. We're going with what we you know. I I did feel like the Holy Spirit was really working in my heart on this. Um, but again, like we're, we're fallible human beings. Right. And so when it comes to boundaries, we have to be honest with that, that we're yeah. fallible human beings. And the only one who's perfect is God. Mm -hmm. And so when we don't trust ourselves or we don't trust our own, like the boundaries that we've already erected in our lives, then it's an, it's an invitation to then say, okay, so what do you say about me, Jesus? Right. What do you say I'm, I'm called to do on mm -hmm. this earth? You know, what is the, what are the no's in my life that I have said to you mm -hmm. and then work in my heart so that I can remove those barriers and yep. I can then walk fully into what you have called me right. to be. And that is the same for all relationships, but it has to start with God first. Mm -hmm. So God wants us to be honest. He wants us to be honest. And I know that there are people that are listening today who have not been being honest. Oh, sure. About what they're what they're struggling with, mm -hmm. because I have not been honest with what I have been struggling mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. Because what happens when we're honest? We then have to be accountable, and it makes us vulnerable too. And it makes us vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily know <clears throat> if God's going to give us the answer we want. Right. And so if we just put it aside. Oh yeah. Then we don't have to then we don't have to worry about mm -hmm. it, even though we do. <laughs> of course we do. But God wants us to also be authentic. He wants that back and forth. He wants us to um, to give him all of us. You know, we talked about Job, um, and Job, he was going through he was going through it. You yeah. know, and um, but he he expressed his anger and frustration. He to God. was very authentic. Yes, yes. He didn't sin. Nope, he did not sin. But he did he did express his frustration mm -hmm. and his disappointment. But he had that that relationship with the Lord where he knew that he could come to Him with that and mm -hmm. be authentic. And we can too. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we we forget that He's a good Father and He can handle it. Yes, He can handle it. And uh, and then we also have the opportunity. Um, to intercede too. Yes. You know, we can, you know, God's no is not necessarily a hard no, a hard no. Um, it may be a no, not right now. Right. Or we have the opportunity to pray and intercede. Right. And God, and, and God, that's a gift. And that is a gift. Mm -hmm. Right. And why, how do we have that gift? Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. So we have to just remember that, um, that authenticity, that back and forth, also there's there's intercession that can be done in there mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. But then when God gives His answer, we need to respect that answer. Right. Um, and uh, and that's that's a hard that's a hard thing, especially when we're dealing with grief and loss. Sure. Um, or we're dealing with a child who's maybe strayed away, um, or illness in a mm -hmm. child, anything right. like that. Right. And so we come to the discussion of boundaries with our own perspectives, and some of us may. Um, you know, like think of one thing, but then we don't think about those things, you right. know, like, um, we don't think about the, the parent who has a child who's drug addicted. Right. And the boundary that they have to place right. is separation and distance mm -hmm. because there's no behavior change. Right. And it's, and it's unsafe. Right. Or we don't think about the person who, um, is in a domestic violence relationship and they're being abused, mm -hmm. you know, and the boundary they have to place. And is, those boundaries can be really painful. Yeah, absolutely. The boundary itself can be painful because even though you're in a situation that's unhealthy, mm -hmm. 
like distance hurts. Distance does hurt distance because we're meant be to hard. be in connection. Right. Right. And so, um, so we're going to talk more about those specific things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having, how do we have boundaries and, um, and families and, and, sure. uh, and with our friends and, and in tough situations. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we're going to give some examples of, of how do you communicate those boundaries. But I do think it's important to start out with knowing that boundaries are biblical. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, that really, when we talk about boundaries, we don't mean a wall. We don't mean a wall. We don't mean a wall between us and yeah. God. Sometimes there's a wall. Sometimes there is. But there's also a gate. There should be. <laughs> there should be a gate. So, but yes, it is. It's, it, boundaries are, you know, even if you think about it from the very basic standpoint, our skin is a boundary. You know, the way God created us is, is with boundaries. Mm-hmm. And he, had put, he put boundaries on himself, right? The seventh day he rested, that's a boundary. Right. You know, or you so, can even go way back to the garden when yeah. Adam and Eve were thrown out. That's right. Let's talk about the flaming swords, shall we? Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> so if you had any doubt in your mind that boundaries are biblical, hopefully this one has, yeah, has changed that, that for you. But, um, but then, you know, we can't just get um, stuck in the black and white. You know, boundaries are not a, um, are not a, a concrete thing. Mm. There are some concrete boundaries for sure. Yeah. But, um, but when it comes to relationships, relationships are messy, you know, yeah. relationships are, are hard mm-hmm. and because of sin in the world. And so we have to be willing to, um, we need to be able to move boundaries when it's appropriate, mm-hmm. place boundaries when it's appropriate mm-hmm. and remove. Right. But always boundaries. with the, with the spirit of working towards reconciliation. reconciliation. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's discussion as much as we did. Yeah, because we did. <laughs> so we are going to start to talk about um, some more in-depth things. I mean, it, the, the next few podcasts that we do on boundaries specifically, um, and we might have a special guest this next week, so we might take a week in between. But, um, you know, just remember that um, some of it might be repetitive, but uh, we, we build pathways not by talking about a topic one time and then moving on to the next. It's, it's revisiting key things mm-hmm. and really getting a solid foundation. That's what creates long-lasting change. So this week, I want to challenge you. Think about some of the areas in your life where you maybe have boundaries that are unhealthy, whether in a strict sense or a um, wishy-washy sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have you been honest in your relationship with God about, you know, what what you expect from him and what you know he expects from you. Um, And if you want to, leave a comment with those things. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Sure. Um, It's always nice to hear the comments. We get some good ones. Um, But until then, we'll see you next week. All right.